in prayer. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, and merciful. Surely I'm being turned unto thee, striving to be upright to him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I'm not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the lords of the worlds, no associates has he, this I'm commanded, and I'm of those who submit. O Allah, thou art the king, there is no God but thee. Thou is my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me into the best of morals, for none can guide me into the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals but thee. And O Allah, bless Muhammad, and bless the true followers of Muhammad, as I did bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And know Allah make Muhammad successful and make the true followers of Muhammad successful. As thou did make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. Alright. Let's get started, family. Uh, as I said, we are going to be tuned in to Brother Eric Thomas today. We have covered a few topics. We have covered... Uh, who is that mystery guy? We have covered. Uh, let's see what all we have covered. We have covered. Is God a spirit or a man? We have covered the coming of God. Is he a man or a spirit? Uh, I think we've covered the origin of God as a man or a spirit. And then I think the next thing we got to cover is the coming of the Son of Man, I believe, is our next chapter, which we will probably get into. Tomorrow morning. For those who are new on the call this morning, how we do this every morning, we listen to words from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, or we listen to word of the day, lecture clip of the day, read the book of the day. And then at the end, we give our feedback uh, because I believe all of us have something of value. All of us may be hearing something different when we are listening to something. Um, so we just give our feedback. Those of you all who may be listening, tuned in on Facebook and YouTube, you can join by texting the word nation to 833-276-7174. If you would like to join us every morning, uh, you can uh, text the word nation to 833-276-7174. So let's go ahead and get started with the video. And as y'all going to... Make sure I mute everybody now. Let me make sure I mute everybody. All right. Let's go. And so you believe in God, but the challenge is you don't believe in the version of you that God created. Uh-oh. Come on. And what I need you to do today moving forward, I need you to understand, even with the stuff that go wrong, that's still the best version of you that God can create. Even though things don't always work out the way you want it to work out, God did not make a mistake. And even though other people can't necessarily feel it, when God made you, he stepped back and said, that's good. somebody today your mama your mama might not think it's good your daddy might not think it's good your wife might not think it's good your husband might not think it your kids may not think it's good but when God made you he stepped back on the sixth day and said now that's good I'm talking to somebody today 
As a matter of fact, when God made you, he didn't just say it was good, he rested from creation. When God made you, he said, I'm done. I'm through. You so dope that God didn't even make one like you. Oh, I just, I'm, I'm, you might have missed that. I just told you, you so dope that when God made you, he didn't even make a duplicate. He didn't make another you. So there are many of us, we're struggling because who we are don't fit right with some people we love. Who we are don't fit right with the society that we come from. And so now you're getting, you're, now you're getting them confused with God. When God made me, he gave me a volume unlike most men. I have a volume, I got a bass. God turned all the tremble down. He gave me a bass. He gave me an energy that electrifies people, that gives people life. Oh, you missed what I just said. I just said that, that, that one of the gifts God gives man, he gave me, he literally gave me his force. Uh, y'all miss what I said. I need y'all to go home at some stuff. At some point, I need you to study who you are. I was asking God who I was, and He took me to Genesis, and He said, "The gift I gave you is the one when I man, and it was just a." And then I, I get boy, I ain't give you all gifts, but I gave you the gift that when a person does not have life, when you open up your mouth and you speak to those people, whether it's a one-on-one, -on -one, it's a group, whether it's 10,000 people, whether it's on YouTube, when you open up your mouth, son, it's the same power in Genesis when I said, and I will breathe my breath into their nostrils and give them life. You give life. And don't you ever let nothing turn you back from that. You give life, son. Uh, the problem is you know who God is, you don't know who you are. But if you would just embrace this word, priority. priority. Come on, say it, priority. priority. Come on, say it, priority. priority. The right to take precedent or to proceed before others. Come on, come on, come on, say it with me. Priority. priority. Come on, priority. What is he saying right here? The right. The God-given right to take precedence. Oh, come on, I'm talking to somebody. I'm about to free your whole life up. Here go, here's the problem. Many of you are where you are because your mama didn't take priority and you got a problem with that. That's why you're really still struggling to this day because you've never been nobody's priority. Or the person that you wanted to be the priority, you weren't the priority to that person. Come on, now we're not playing victim today. We're not doing that. Uh, no, and this is what I mean. I, I, I have been the person who didn't make the person who was supposed to be the priority the priority. So we're not doing no victim stuff today. No, I was, I was once, I didn't make my mother a priority. And I put my friends first, and that's why I left home. We had beef. I didn't make my wife a priority. Amen. I didn't make my daughter. I never forget my daughter said to me, Dad, I love all the gifts, but you always gone on my birthday. Like, I want you here physically. I put work before my daughter. I made work a priority. So I'm not sitting here. Some of y'all want to go victim. Yeah, my dad, my mom. I'm saying not only was I not a priority to my daddy because he wasn't in my life, I turned around and wasn't a priority to other people. 
So don't you do that victim stuff up here like you'd always been the victim. No, you make you hurt somebody by not making the person in your life that was supposed to be the priority the priority. Don't you do that. Don't you act like you know you just always getting hurt. <laughs> but but the reason why some of us do that is because we weren't a priority and when we were younger, I don't mean age, when I was a child. This is Paul as an adult saying when I was a child. He wasn't saying this when he was 13, 14. He's saying this a man of God. He's saying, whoa, I realized that there was a time in my life, amen, that I spoke like a child. I act like a child. I understood like a child. We're not talking about the 13-year-old Eric. We're talking about the 21-year-old Mary Eric. When I was a child, I did not make my wife a priority. When I was a child, I didn't make my son a priority. When I was a child, I didn't make my daughter. When I was a child, I act like a child. I thought like a child. I behaved, but when I became. CJ said, E, bro, come on, bro. What's up, E? They about to give us 20 grand. This was when 20 grand was a lot for me. E, they about to give you 20 grand to speak. You can't tell the dentist to switch Jada's. I said, man, she getting the braces off and she don't really like the whole process and her daddy needs to be there, bro. I put, I, I put, I put stuff first before. I can't do it, see? can't do it see uh, I mean, I've always made my call in the priority see I've always made my gift to speak a priority it's so important to me that I've always done that first and the people that are closest to me I put at times I put them second to my work tell them if they really want me tell them if they really want me I gotta make sure you tell them that I'm not being negligent Tell them I'm not, I'm not, you know, I ain't drunk and oversleeping. I'm not being trifling as my grandma used to say. Tell them my, my baby girl got to get her braces out and I promised her that I would be there. And I got to be there not because I'm super dad. I got to be there because there's times I wasn't there. And I got to shift it so that we can shift it. Uh, somebody missed what I just said. I'm, I'm about to tell you, you're about to walk out of here and you and your life will never be the same again. You'll get that gig back. You'll get that gig back, son. If they say no and they don't understand, it's not a valued company anyway. It's not a value-based company anyway. And you only take your anointing there. You have the right you have the right to take precedent. You have the right to be a priority. And God told me to tell you today that as soon as he becomes the priority, everything in your life about to change. Come on, come on, priority. Come on, priority. Come on, priority. Listen to me, you so broke because money is your priority. I'm gonna say it one more time. I'm gonna say it one more time. Let's make the person who made us a priority a priority and then whatever he tells us to prioritize let's prioritize that and what God told me to do is videos for free God told me to do videos for free and can I tell y'all something there are people who are going to work working for money who ain't making what I'm making because I'm not they working for money ain't making what I'm making I I I ain't done nothing to make no check I ain't done nothing to pay my bills I'm saying God I'm I'm, I'm, I'm up today God there are billions of us on the planet I don't know if all of them believe in you 
And I don't know the ones that believe in you if they committed to you. I'm committed. Whatever you need me to do today, I got your back. And I'm just trusting if I got your back, I just know you got mine. I'm not going to worry about my back. I'm not going to watch my back. I'm not going to be concerned about my rent because you told me if my eye is on the sparrow. So I'm going to trust you. I, I said I believe in you. I said I believe in your power. So we're going to ride with these videos and we're going to bless people every morning at 3 and at noon and on 5 on their way home from work. We're going we we to bless these people, Father. And can I tell you, you can't be God-given. I ain't never came up short. But let me tell you what's happening. What's happening is, it's not that you don't know God. It's not that you're not having worship. It's not that you don't go to church. It's not that you don't believe. Your challenge is, he's not a priority. There are things that take precedence. I'm telling you right now, your challenge is, you can't pray enough. You can't read enough Bible scripture. Until you feel like you are a priority, it's all a waste of time. And there's something that happened in your life. You messed up, you did something wrong, somebody said you did something wrong, and now that's become your new benchmark when priority should be your benchmark. Mm, let me play that last part. Let me, let, me, let me rewind that last part for somebody who needed that. I'm telling you right now, your challenge is you can't pray enough. You can't read enough Bible scripture. Until you feel like you are a priority, it's all a waste of time. And there's something that happened in your life. You messed up, you did something wrong, somebody said you did something wrong, and now that's become your new benchmark when priority should be your benchmark. Come on, E.T. Good God Almighty, man. Y'all, I love Brother E.T., man. We're going to follow that. We're going to follow that message up with something from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Y'all know I wasn't going to lead the minister out this morning. Check this out. And I will say this, if Allah did not look after my family, I don't believe I'd have one of them with me today. But the word of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is true. You take the mission, God will look after your family. I don't mean that you should abandon your family. But I mean that if you accept this mission of raising your people up, God will help you and help your family. And to those of you who don't have a job, this is a job. Don't accept it to run from work, because this is work. That's right. But if you know something about the teachings, here's a big field awaiting the wide awake man to work out in. Don't tell me you don't have a job. There's a job. That's right. Come on, brother man. On every corner, everywhere you look, there's a black man dying for the lack of knowledge. Yes, sir. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, if you will go after the people, don't worry about your suit. Your suit is with the people. Don't worry about your shoes. Don't worry about a home. Don't worry about a car. It's with the people. <coughs> and I'm a witness. Everything I got on comes from the people. You serve Allah's mission.
and Allah will better your condition. You run from this mission and Allah will straighten the means of subsistence for you and nothing you do will come out right because you're running from your responsibility. Mm -mm. Now, I know there's a lot that somebody can say from either what Brother E.T. just said and what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan followed up and said. The reason I wanted to follow up with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan with that message is because E.T. began to talk about priority. And many of us are having problems with prioritizing and uh, we ain't even been prioritizing God. So press the number one if you have something that you want to share you know, God should be the ultimate prior prioritization. There is a, there is a, uh, you know, there is a, a ladder. You know, we got a lot of things we want to prioritize. We got a lot of things that we want to do, but the, the first prioritization should be the God. And our life individually, no matter what we're doing, whether if it's you trying to find out your gift, your career, money, whether if it's relationship, whether if it's family, whether if you just trying to, whatever it is, God should be the ultimate priority. And when God isn't the priority and we making something else, the priority or someone else, the priority, that's where things kind of get thrown off because he is the nucleus or should be the nucleus of it all. And what I liked about what, what brother Eric Thomas said at the end, I'm going to play just the beginning part so y'all can hear that. And so you believe in God, but the challenge is you don't believe in the version of you that God created. Mm, see that little piece right there. So I want to remind us as we have been reading this, uh, what God is, who God is. Oh, we know we can see it in everybody else. We can see it in the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We can see it in he came in the person of Master Father Muhammad. We can see it in the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. But I want to read out of my favorite book, Closing the Gap, so that you can also see and hear about yourself. So that we can be reminded about ourselves. This is on page. Ain't even no page. It's just the introduction. And I forgot how to read. Uh, what's that? What you call numerals? <laughs> I told you, I done been out of school too long. Man, what you call them things? You got the X, the I, the V, numeral, Roman numerals. I'm talking about numeral, numeral. <laughs> hey, man, look. Okay, let me read this. <laughs> boy, I done been out of school too long, boy. Okay, look, look. <laughs> Roman noodles. <laughs> All right, look. The Honorable Elijah, this is the minister speaking. The Honorable... Elijah Muhammad stated that the ultimate aim and person uh, and purpose of Master Far Muhammad was is to make each one into a God. OK, then he goes on to say, because this is for some of some of y'all who have accepted the mission and you having a problem discovering what your purpose is. Then he says. If that is his purpose and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad wouldn't have a purpose except for the purpose of the master and the and the and Minister Louis Farrakhan wouldn't have a purpose except for the or maybe this is Brother Jarrell speaking, except for the purpose of the student of the master, then it is safe to say that the ultimate aim and purpose of Minister Louis Farrakhan is the same as the master to make each one of us into a God. And I'm going to go along and say, if, it, if he didn't have a purpose, 
because the Honorable Elijah Muhammad didn't have a purpose. And heck, some of us are streaming or uh, are, are struggling with having an aim and a purpose. And we put the hashtag, we are Farcon, and we read the scriptures and we trying to line our mind. Then our purpose is too to make each one of us into a God. And if we're following them and saying that we're striving to follow them, then we must accept that that classroom that we're in is to be made into a God. So we should, today's Monday, we should plan our life out like that. God said, what in the beginning? Kun fa kun. Being it is, I want to challenge us to have something in your mind that you want to come into existence. Let's set that goal. Let's first see it here. Let's first vision and imagine it here. And let's go bring it into existence. Like God's do, exercising force and power. Man, that was a powerful man. Little thing, brother E.T. did this morning. I can't wait to hear what y'all got to say. Let's see. The first person we got on here is uh, Sister Brianna. She pressed one before I even asked to press one. She ready to rock and roll. And for the person who asked, <laughs> the, the sister who asked about As-salam the cash. Well, the sister who asked about the cash out, you should see it scrolling at the bottom. Uh, it's never going to be somebody else's number. Always check. Make sure it says dollar sign, Brother Ben X. But that's my cash out. Dollar sign, Brother Ben X. It's always going to be scrolling at the bottom of the screen. Go ahead, sister. Oh, I needed this. Um, this just reminded me that even when we don't feel like going on calls or where we're going through stuff in life, like the answers are never out in the world. The answers are in the mosque, at study group, on calls like this, right? Um, but it also made me realize or think about that no matter how many classes you go to, how many study groups, how many lessons, all that stuff, if you're if you're not prioritizing like your five prayers, then you're still not doing it right. <laughs> you know, like I, I, I'm definitely guilty of this every now and then where instead of doing five, I may do three or four, you know, like the, I let the I allow the day to get ahead of me instead of prioritizing um, a lot instead of prioritizing my prayers. Right, because that that five is just the bare minimum. We're supposed to do was the refuge seven, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it also made me think about this video I heard the other day, uh, which is very similar to what they both were saying. Like, like we could be stuck on a man all day, stuck on a woman all day, but God's not on our mind all day. Like, what's wrong with that picture? <laughs> um, man, I needed this call so much, so much. Um. Man, that was one of the things that I wanted to say. It's, yeah. it's losing me, but yes, the pri- the prioritizing a lot. Oh, that that's what it was. So I do Monumental Mondays. I go live every Monday on Instagram, and I share word. And now, now I do the teachings, and we prioritize the wrong thing sometimes. Like I know that every now and then I'm like, all right, I need to work. So let me let me cut down a half hour reading so I could work or I can get this next thing accomplished where if you just do God's will, he will, he will then in return, make sure you're okay. Because you don't have to look at this as not a job or not getting paid. Look at it as this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is your job. Resurrecting our people is top priority. Um, So this call came right on time, man, right on time. (laughs) Thank you. Praise be to Allah. Sister Randisha. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum family. So one thing that um brother Eric, I believe, said was 
when God made me, he didn't make me a duplicate. Like I felt that like within my soul because I wanted to change my name from Randisha. I just thought that it was just so ghetto. I asked my mother, how dare you name me such a name? But now that, you know, I'm growing into that name, like I understand that Randisha is fulfilling. And I tell everybody, they say, what does that mean? I tell them one of a kind ever since I was younger. And I'm actually fulfilling that now that Randisha is definitely one of a kind. That is a name that you will not like hear anywhere else and i'm actually fulfilling that purpose and the mission within the mosque and anywhere i go but then too he said until you feel like you are a priority priority is my benchmark that 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 hit me because i don't ever feel like a priority i'm always running for everybody else and randisha is last and now i'm learning that listen if i don't come first how can anybody else come first how can i actually attach myself to the god if i don't come first and i say that i am a god so then when the minister says Allah is looking after his family, God will look after your family. You accept the mission of raising your people. God will help you in your family. And then I just thought about that. You know, this is a work. Faith without works is dead. So those are some of the things that just came up to me as I was listening. Praise be to Allah. Uh, Brother Trent X. Assalamu alaikum. Um, that first part of the video, I, I need that clip so I can listen to that every day. But that really stood out because it's like you believe in God, but you don't believe in the version that God. So it's like you try to do stuff on your own and it's not aligning with what God has in store for you. It's never going to work out. You always come into these different struggles and you not working out like this is what i want to do but if it's not what god wants you to do or what he has purpose for you to do it's not gonna work out so that that goes along with the prioritizing like you have to be in alignment with allah it's like ever since these calls like like the sister said like i would be skipping out on prayers like i man i i had something to do i ain't have time but when you make that a priority it's like since I've made, like, even with the Ramadan, when you started the call, it's like making it our priority to be on the call. It's like everything has been in alignment. It's like it just opened, like, dang. It's like once I miss a prayer, it's like, dang, I feel bad, like, dang. But once I'm on this, like, this call right here, even though you change the time, it's like, no, nah, I need to make a priority to be on this call because I know I'm going to gain some knowledge. I'm going to hear from the sisters, from the brothers. Like, we all in this together. So it's like this, making our priority. And I, I heard this saying from uh, Brother Billy Carson. He said, time doesn't exist, only clocks do. So what that means is basically like, you say you don't have time to do something, but at the end of the day, you control your time. So when you think about time, you're like, dang, I only have this certain amount of time. But if you're not even thinking about the time, you completing a the task, then it will be completed in the time that it needs to be done because you're not thinking about the time you're thinking about the task. So that's really what stood out to me. And also the point that the minister made about when you, um, take on this mission, it will, your family will be taken care of. So since I, be, since I came into the teachings, it has made my relationship with not only my son and my wife better, but my family period. So I could bear witness to that. Uh, that's all I got. Praise be to Allah. Thank you for sharing. Sister Kavai. 
Assalamualaikum. Yes, sir. I just wanted to be a witness to the power and the truth in uh, both lectures and the balance. Um, I like the fact that you played both lectures um, because Allah doesn't want us too far to the left and he doesn't want us too far to the right. And that I think that is what brings us to that point that um, the brother E.T. was talking about when he said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. And doesn't mean age, but situational. So there's a certain time in our mission. Oh, I'll just use the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan words um, at his 70, 70, 70, I'm like, I'm being like you. I can't pronounce words. <laughs> 70th birth anniversary. Um, I remember him stating that um, you don't know me. You don't know Farrakhan. I'm not the same man as you thought or as I was back then. And what he was saying was, you know, how he used to come out and he used to, um, you know, just go hard for the mission, the resurrection, the teachings, putting everything, including his family, aside. And as he stated in the next lecture um, today, that, you know, Allah says that you take care of my mission and I will take care of your family. Now, um, at that 70th anniversary, he said, I did those things so that you don't have to do it. And so now how he moves his life, he says, you know, with the help of technology, I don't have to be everywhere now. I don't have to go. No, my family, no I'm going to spend time with, you know, my wife Winston, spend time with Khadija and my grandchildren are having this and they're doing that. And at the stage where he is in his life, um, he does that. But at one point he did do everything um, for the resurrection. And it was very hard in terms of for his family. Um, but Allah was there to have a beautiful wife who made sure that his children knew that he loved him and that what he was doing for the mission. And so that was beautiful. It was always good to have, you know, that as a man, anyway, that beautiful woman that is there that would be able to um, hold you down in that way. So I just think that both lectures brought impeccable balance. It shows you the middle of the road and that we always have to remember the time and what must be done. So what I needed to do in the beginning, even building a business, what the time of effort and the sleepless nights and all those things that you may do in the beginning, that's not the, the same amount of time that if you're going to be sustainable, that you're going to be spending, you know, some years later, you're still doing the same thing because then there's burnout. So loving yourself, making yourself a priority is definitely most important. Making a law and the mission most important. And then a law likes the middle road, not too far to the left and not too far to the right. That's all I, I, I saw in both of those lectures. As you spoke, I, uh, I thought about something about a baby. And it made me think about business, how, um, well, first, let me start with the baby. Um, in the beginning, the baby is a big priority, like a heavy priority. The mother is always with the baby, like always. She is breastfeeding all the time. Uh, I mean, just always with the baby. And as the baby begins to develop and grow, that time comes to go away. And then she has a new role. Then the father has a new role and they have 
like you said, the time and what must be done, there are certain times where you're going to be a lot of time here and the mother isn't even going to have a lot of time for the husband. Like that's a reality, you know, Hey man, the baby, the baby, I think the minister even uh, spoke about that in know your role. He said, man, shoot the baby uh, on, on the breast or something like that. And he was like, dude, no, the man typically, and that's what that where he want to lay or something like that. He had spoke about in one of the lectures, but that also makes me think about business. Oftentimes in business, when you're growing something, um, you have a lot of time in that until it's able to take care of you. And when you take care of the baby properly, as that baby grows up, you know, now there's going to be a time when you're going to have to now depend on that baby. The baby, you know, when you can't pay the rent, your son, your daughter, they help you out. Uh, if you get older and you, you don't want to go to an old folks home based on how you treated them, that's based on how they're going to react once you get to that age. Same thing with your business. If you build, you take care of your business or you take care of your money, your money eventually will be able to take care of you when you can't no longer physically work. So it just made me visualize like priority priority is not one thing we prioritize our entire life. There's different stages. At this point, I must prioritize this. At this point, I must prioritize this. And at this point, I must prioritize this. And what I was thinking, one time, Brother Malik, our study group coordinator, was talking about God and how a balance beam has that middle aspect. He called it a, a fulcrum. I'm probably saying it wrong. And Allah basically moves that fulcrum for you. And as I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I have a hard time with balance. Yeah, that's nothing new. I've said this publicly and I'm pretty sure other people have a hard time with balance. But I'm now thinking that the way that you put that balance isn't always a woman or a man trying to balance everything in the time, trying to balance everything at the stage they're at. Maybe balance is at this stage you're here at this stage you're here and at this stage you're here. And the point is, don't be extreme your whole life. Don't be extreme the whole time. Maybe at this point, maybe you need to focus on your health. Well, maybe at this point, brother, you need to, you know, all right, now you need to focus on your mind. You know, maybe there's different stages that you have to focus on. Not saying that you neglect certain things and you just only focus on those things, but different stages of your life, you focus on that particular aspect. And while you're trying to balance and juggle everything, thinking that you're wrong, you know, you may be in line you know you just bounce you just focus on different things at different time periods the time of what must be done one of the lectures that we're going to get to about a minister is called the season of god and he talked about doing certain things in the right season and when you're doing certain things out of season no matter what you do it's not going to come into fruition because it's not the season for that so when the right idea with the right person is met in the right season, he said, there's no power that can stop it. There's nothing that can stop that thing from coming into existence or happening because it's in the right season. So uh, that's just what made me, that's what that made me think about. Um, sister uh, or brother, is that Ahil? Hopefully I'm saying that right. Ahil? I'm looking, brother. You said it was correct. Yes, sir. Brother Ahil. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. Yeah. The thing I want to speak on was uh, the part where E.T. said he wasn't want to play a victim about being a priority because uh, speaking from my, my own experience in life, I wasn't a priority to certain people that I looked up to, but I can't play a victim because I also wasn't a priority to other people who looked up to, uh, to me in certain lights. Mm. So that's something I had to take a that, that hit me as well for like accountability parts, 
not playing the victim and looking yourself in the mirror and recognizing certain things and correcting. So I had to go back into my history, back into my childhood and reattach certain emotions to certain situations now that I'm grown and look at things differently. So that's what touched my heart. The, the, the minister said, uh, the, min, the minister said, even going deeper, not even other people, but yourself. You know, there's at times where we don't treat ourselves as a priority. He said, how can you love me when I see you don't love you? Correct. <laughs> and that, that's, that's one thing that touched my heart dearly because that's the stage of where I'm at right now coming to the teachings of uh Elijah, Elijah Muhammad and the nation of Islam and being always being fascinated by Mr. Louis Farrakhan and his presence and how he gets up day to day in the face of adversity consistently and persistently doing the same thing for the mission. You know what I'm saying? That type of love is something everybody should embody for the people. And that's something I've taken hold to in recognizing the God in myself. And the, I can't be great until I see God inside myself. And other people won't take me serious until I, until I see the God in me so I can reflect the light of God properly. Yes, sir. You teaching. Brother Hakeem. Salaamu alaikum, brother. How you doing, brother? Well, like Salaam, doing black-tastic yourself. I'm doing great. Uh, everyone as well, all the brothers and sisters who've been speaking, I have to take notes on this. Um, priority, man. Like, I'm a bear witness to this because like, I spoke last time when you did this too as well, but I was born and raised Muslim, man. I'm 38. So to see where you guys take me to see you is deep, but priority... Ever since I seen a video from Brother Elijah Farrakhan about smoking weed, man, it hit me. And since that day, I ain't smoking like two months. But just to just to narrow in, I had to prioritize and put myself first. Mm. I I know I was Muslim, but there's some Muslims that be smoking weed, so I thought it was cool. Not saying that I'm easily influenced, but you got to prioritize yourself. Ever since that video, I put myself first. I reached out to Brother Elijah. I'm out here in Phoenix. Next morning, boom, he wrote me back specifically, sent me a video talking directly to me. Say, I can't wait to meet you at the mosque. Boom, I went to the mosque, met that brother. Not that. This is, this is funny, too. When you be pushing your Zooms back, brother, I usually watch your Zooms when I'm at work. I put myself first, prioritize it. Not to say that, you know, it's a bad thing, but this this shit is for me. Excuse my language, but this is so I can say this stuff. This is so I can get on here and say this and be the example to every and to you too. Even though you push it back sometimes for your reason. When I get them text messages saying, sorry, y'all, I'm pushing it back, I'd be like, me? I'd be like, yes, because <laughs> now I could fully take it in. Praise I get God. to reach out to this brother and tell him what he's doing for me. But, man, since I prioritized myself in a real, real, real way, man, I feel like everything is, is hitting, my man. Everything is hitting. And I heard a saying from a rapper who's Muslim that we all live two lives. But the second one starts when you realize you only got one of these lives to live, man. But ever since I prioritized myself 
and put myself first. Not even put myself first. I put out a lot first. I'm still praying five times a day. Ramadan over. It's over. But I still, I still, I'm still doing it five times a day, man, because it's done something for me. I don't know what it is. I know what it is, but I try not to be a little preachy to everybody because even my dad see like, man, you've been a little fair kind now because ever since I've been prioritizing myself, I'm holding people accountable for how they talk to me. I'm having, I'm, I'm holding accountability to who has access to me. You're not about to mess up my brain. I'm not here to save you either. Come on. Just like you said, just like you said on one of your things, Farrakhan was going to the mosque and he's everybody was telling him the problems. And Elijah was like, you know, I didn't send you over there to go save people or listen to everybody's problems. You giving us words so we could fix ourselves. Mm. Ever since I prioritized myself, my man, it's something different in me. But I'm afraid to go back. I will never go back. I told my neighbor I can't smoke weed because we used to smoke weed together, but said I can't do it. And he was like, well, I hope that don't mess up our relationship because, you know, but brother, I just can't rock with you. If I, if I don't see God in you, then I think you fear me and you're going to try to jeopardize my brain. It ain't nothing personal, but I'm on my second life because I realized I only got one left. Thank you, brother Ben, again for sending the Quran to me. I'm always the same guy. I'm always going to say that to you because you sent me that. That, and I sent that to my pops, bro, because, again, he raised me Muslim, but he's I'm not saying he's falling off, but he's not seeing the king in him that I see. So I'm having to to, like, tell him stuff about him and hold him accountable so he can get back in this because we only got one life. But, yes, I prioritize myself. And when you push these zooms back, I feel it's just for me. I don't mean to be selfish, everybody, but. I feel like it is for me because I some of these I need to take in, man. But I thank you. I hope everybody have a great day. I love you, brother. Keep doing it, my man. Praise be to Allah. Man, thank you for sharing that testimony, man. I, I hope you go back and look at the look at the comments, man. It's amazing how, you know, many of us think the only way to impact people is by being perfect. But no, it's 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 by us being imperfect because ain't none of us really perfect. And when we express and, and embrace, hey, man, I, I struggle with something. And God is working with me with something. Man, look at how many people are impacted by the by your, just your story. You know, we came up here and said, oh, man, I've been born Muslim. I never did anything wrong. I never struggled with anything. Them comments were, man, it's touching because it's like, man, I had a problem. I had a weakness. Allah showed it to me and through something I'm able to overcome it. Got people crying in the comment section, man. That's beautiful, man. You know, even times when I like, man, I got to push it back. You know, I be going through things, man. I like, man, I can't get up in the morning, man. Let me push it back. Even me pushing it back is a blessing for somebody. Look at how, you know how the scriptures say all things work out for the greater good. Even, even in ourselves, you know, the Zoom call is the Zoom call, but even there is something that, you are going through in your life that you may say, oh, man, this is bad. In the future, it may actually be of good. Maybe exposing something, maybe showing you something, maybe trying to get you to see something so that you can correct. And, you know, maybe that's the process of him making us into a God. Think about all the stuff the minister have gone through. He ain't get to being the minister just because he got the teachings. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said he gave, he taught everybody the same. But the experience that he has gone through, the sacrifices that he has made, the the many people that don't look at him 
as who we look at. Oh, I, many people may look at him as, oh, no, nah, he this, he that, he a bad this. He, yeah, he's taking all that. He's told us about these stories. But all of that coupled is what makes him who he is. Not all the good parts, but the bad parts too. The minister said, I came in with the reefer in my hat band. And many other things. So, man, that's, I thank you for sharing that, man. That that touched me, man. If I, I almost shed a little tear. I cried last night. So, I ain't, I mean, I ain't got no, I ain't got no tear, tear ducts left. Uh, let me see. Who's next? Um, that's Hakeem. Brother, uh, I don't know if this is a brother or a sister, but we got iPhone. iPhone. iPhone still here. And I see you, brother, uh, brother Hashim down. I see the path on her. We want to hear from the we want to hear from the great path too by the end of this. iPhone ain't prep. iPhone, you there? One going once, going twice. All right, we're gonna go to the next one. Um Michael, brother Michael 2X. Brother Michael 2X, go ahead. Some other brother can you hear me. Lake Salon, yes, I can. Yeah, I, uh, I'm some other brother. Lake Salon. I actually needed that because it reminds me like to uh, the saying where uh, to whom much is given, much is expected. And um, I know quite a bit. I know quite a bit about the nation of Islam. In fact, um, I even know who the minister was before I even start reading and get a lot of confirmation from watching a lot of videos and whatnot. It's the same with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad as, as well as Master Farah Muhammad. I got that confirmation through studying the Bible and uh, from seeing their works. Their works was on parallel. So it didn't really take much for me, you know, to see the CD for who they really were. But I've been through so much in my life. And I'm like, why is why it going right? I mean, I got all these brain ideas good intentions um you know i don't never really i don't mean nobody no wrong especially my people you know what I mean? or even those that are you know poor or whatnot but i used to just wonder like why ain't nothing going right for myself and uh i guess because of you know we use a lot of deceptive intelligence to try to justify our bullshit part of my language um, all these excuses on why I don't ever make this a lot. So why I don't make the Ramadan, you know, Mr. Stories is always good, man. But um, I really need to hear this because I really got as much to say, but it, it, it really touched on to me that we uh, heard uh, Brother E.T. And the minister just like really just nailed it home. Like you, you just came, you put the mission first. You put them, it kind of reminded me of the general orders about staying on your post and not to relieve your post until properly relieved. Mm. I mean, um, but anyway, that's all I got to say, bro. I mean, I really, I really thank you for sharing it because I needed that. Praise be to Allah. Man, that's powerful, man. Brother, brother Hashim, come on now. You can't come on the call and you ain't got nothing to share. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> 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 salam. Brother Ben, I'm just sitting up here listening to what's going on, man. I, I heard my wife in the room one day listening. I'm like, what is that? She said, this brother Ben, he do this, he do this every morning. I said, damn, I'm ashamed. I said, I'm about to hop on that. 
and I thought this was going to be the man in the mission, but I'm listening to you and I'm reminded of the very thing that I learned about being in the tribe, how you find your purpose in your pain. And I'm listening to this. I'm saying, how does this brother find these perfect clips out of whole lectures? And I'm thinking to myself, this combination you put together today with the minister, and that's a, that's a recipe for dealing with the mind that labels themselves beyond hope. This recipe today is perfect for those brothers that's thinking about that suicide. Them brothers that's thinking, man, they're not going to accept me in the nation of Islam. They're not going to accept me in the church. I'm too far gone. That, that recipe you put together today, in the beginning, with E.T. and the minister, I got to go back and I got to go back and get into that myself because that combination, the two, like sister, whatever her name was, the balance that you put together, good God almighty. So it's making me think about me, how I had a speech impediment coming into the nation of Islam. I used to stutter. Every emotion that got triggered, whether I was afraid, embarrassed because I was attracted to a girl, I couldn't get it out. If I was fearful, I'm the type of brother that used to play the video game, and if I lost, I couldn't communicate. So I'm throwing the remote control. I mean, I'm throwing the controller at the TV because I couldn't get it out. I couldn't communicate. Mm. But when I joined the Nation of Islam, I remember, and I'm going to close right here, because I, 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 they, they took us out with the Final Card newspaper. And I was on the curb, and it was somebody from a car saying, I want one. It's somebody telling me they want it. And I was afraid. I just stayed on the curb. And they said, brother, I shouldn't give it to him. Man, I ain't moved from that curb, man, because I was in fear. And so then what happened, the brother took me, shadowed me. And when I heard what he was saying, I said, this is easy. I can do this. I can do this. And now me having this speech impediment, I used to, that, that was me. My, my pain or my struggle became my gift. Now people say, man, you have the gift to give. Yeah, we had to get the speech. And I'm saying to myself, man, if you would have saw me when I first came into the nation of Islam, you would have thought I was a dabbling fool. But that's that's the importance of these lectures like this. And then I'm talking not just a lecture, but the perfect recipe that you put together, that the person ain't got to sit through a whole lecture. They can get it right there, just like some rap songs, man. It takes three minutes to get the point. You put these perfect combinations together, bro, and you reminding us that, man, we good enough. I am good enough. I am good enough. Thank you, Brother Ben. Praise be to Allah. Y'all know something? I'm going to show y'all a little secret. People used to say, man, Brother Ben, I sure needed that. You know, they've been saying that for years. And oftentimes, all I'm sharing is, is, is what I be needing. So when I hear y'all and y'all give y'all feedback, you know, it be beautiful because it's like, man, it's amazing. Like, I don't... Like, I be putting together these combinations because I'm like, man, I need this combination and I need this one right here. Hey, maybe somebody else need it too. <laughs> and then, boom, it's amazing to hear how you had a speech impediment and now you're known for the path. Many FOI are known for, uh, I mean, you, you are known for helping many brothers get over that fear with the final call, but you once had it. And some of us probably didn't even have the speech impediment. Some of us probably wasn't fearful, but just didn't know what to do. And learning from one who was afraid to go give it to someone who's asking for it. 
I don't know if y'all heard what the brother said. I don't know if the sister was on who was asking about the application. Y'all remember Saturday we was talking about the application. Hey, how do I apply it? Did y'all hear the secret ingredient that brother Hashim gave? He said a brother came, look, or God came. If we going to be, a brother came and shadowed him and took him. He didn't do it himself. It had to come from, the God had to work through another human being and say, come on, I'm going to shadow you. Do we have someone when, 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 when you're struggling with something, they don't make you feel bad for it. They don't make you feel bad for stuttering. They don't make you feel bad for, damn, don't you see me calling you? Come on, this ain't no hard sell. Come on, I'm asking for it. And it seemed like you can't move. Do you have someone in your corner who love you enough to say, come on, let me shadow you? I know it's hard, but come on, I'm going to be with you. I ain't going to condemn you. I ain't going to make fun of you because you're stuttering. I ain't going to make fun of you because you're supposed to be FOI. I ain't going to make fun of you because you're supposed to be a man. and you No, come on, let me shadow you. Some of us just need someone that can shadow us. Some stuff, man, we have a, such a hard time doing it. Everybody don't have your same trauma. So some people, not, I've come to the conclusion, some people ain't going to get it. They ain't got your background. They may not, they made brother not supposed to get it. They probably grew up, never had a speech impediment. They never was fearful. So it's going to be hard for them to see, damn, all they got to do is walk across the street. Damn, all they got to do is go give it to them. But they ain't been through what you've been through. They ain't who you are. So you got to find someone when you maybe sometimes struggle with something who will be that shadow. Who's going to say, come on, let me, let me show you. Man, I was so fearful going. I'm, you know, I call myself an introvert. I was fearful going to the, maybe I probably hit our brother. Now, nah, who I hit up was brother Derek for real. I seen him. I, I think I hit a brother, brother Hashim too. When I was first coming in, like, man, what do I, yeah, I did hit him up. I was like, man, what do I say? You know, when I go, man, what's your spiel? I'm like, man, hey, uh, brother Ben, who? Brother Ben, who? Man, I, I don't know what to say. Man, I'm, shit, I'm shy. You know, I don't really talk to people unless they talk to me in person. You know, I don't go up just introducing myself. So uh, that was something that I even had to overcome. And I'm being inspired by Brother Dig for real and Brother brother Hashim, you know, I, how, how they go out with the final call. And uh, that was that. that's how I was there. I started going into barbershops by myself, all kind of stuff. I overcame my fear. I still was a little shaky, but, you know, I overcame my fear over time. So I, I just love to hear how somebody was struggling with something. And, uh, you know, they overcame it. Now they are the example. But in the moment, it's like, man, I'll never be the example for this. But God was able to shape him and use him because if Brother Hashim, watch this part. If Brother Hashim would have said, man, I was A plus in English, man, magnificent speaker, always, he wouldn't be as powerful and the path to me wouldn't be as effective. Because, brother, you've been doing that. You've been speaking, but the, it's the fact that you were so bad at it. Now God has brought you and made you good at it. Your, your so-called so -called imperfection is what makes it good. And I know God doing that for me. I believe it. I got some imperfections, but oh, I got some flaw. I got some stuff. I, ooh, it seemed like, damn, boy, I can't get this right. But every time I hear y'all's story, it brings me hope to say, damn. Maybe one day I'm going to be an example for somebody in this area. Because it seemed like I can't move off of it. Man, I feel like I'm doing good. No, you ain't. Damn. I'm just felling. 
But one day, maybe five years, maybe 10 years, maybe, I don't know, hopefully not that long, but maybe one day, y'all is an example for me that, hey, man, shoot, you're going to look back one day and say, whoo, I never thought I'd be writing a book about how to do it, about how to be an example of it. And I'm sure somebody may be going through something, too, where hopefully these stories is inspiring you. For you to say, man, this thing, I've been, I've been trying to fight this thing. The brother said he stopped smoking weed. The brother said he overcame fear. The brother said he overcame speech impediment. Man, I know God, man, help is on the way. What they say? Help is on the way. But I want y'all to listen. I want y'all to think back to what we talked about Saturday and listen to both of these stories. Brother said, I heard something brother Elijah said. That's another person. Brother Hashim said, another person said, I'll shatter you. Another person. So we never know who we can be for other people, and we never know how we just need another person. It may not be done by me alone. It may not be done by you alone. Who's that shadow person that said, you know what? Let me shadow the brother. Damn, let me. Let me, get a, let me get a brother a word like Brother Elijah Farrakhan probably gave that word on Instagram. And then he sent him a personal video through DM encouraging him. He could have said, oh, nigga, damn, you Muslim. You know what you're supposed to be doing. You were born Muslim. You knew damn well. I don't care if somebody was smoking or not. You born Muslim. You ain't supposed to be smoking. You know what that Quran said. He could have he went that route. You heard the minister say this on many lectures. Not smoking. You heard what... But now I'm pretty sure he sent them an inspiring message, encouraging message. And wow, I mean, he sent this to me. I ain't going to keep going rambling, family. I ain't going to keep rambling. I think Brother Ruben, uh, Ruben has something to say. Go ahead. Peace. How we doing? Man, Black Tassie, you, you know that you know that we you know that audio. Yes, know. sir. Yes, sir. Now, I just want to give a little quick testimony, not not to glorify myself, but glorify a lot the beautiful thing that he's done with me. Today, I'm on the 46. I don't know. I'm looking to do a 52 day fast or 100 day fast. I'm not sure, but right now I'm on 46. And but the beautiful thing is, I was an unrighteous man. And I wasn't seeking his kingdom, but after I started seeking his righteousness and his kingdom, oh man, I tell you, I was in a three, three, three hour prayer one night from like 11.45 to like 3. And it was beautiful because I ascended up. And you know, and the beautiful thing about it is I seen a lot and I seen Yeshua. They were sitting in the golden altar. And it was just beautiful because when I came back down, he didn't just leave me again. He said, I'm sending you back with Archangel in you. And then now Archangel uh, Gabriel is on the east side and near Saudi Arabia. So the time is near because in the Quran, it says the time, the last day, there's going to be dry lands that have never, ever seen grass trees grow right now what is happening that's exactly what is happening right now and that is the most beautiful part about it because the suppressive of this world which is the devil saying whatever you want to tell him he knows his time is coming that's why he's throwing all this delusion all this false information out there because 
he doesn't, he's panicking right now. But when it's time for us to serve ourselves, he knows we're coming after him and cutting his head off. He knows. So that's all I want to say. And, you know, we're going to keep going, keep striving, and nothing can stop us. Because we know the truth, and the truth sets us free. Glory and thank you a lot. Assalamualaikum. Wow, Thank you, sir. Woo, anybody else got anything y'all want to share before we close? We have reached our hour mark. Anybody else have anything they would like to share before we close this thing? This is a powerful call this morning, boy. This was a great way to start off the week, wasn't it? Golly, we well, we should be prepared to go conquer the world. Uh, brother, I heal. Yes, brother. I'd just like to say, uh, Thank God for you and the motivation God gives you, you know what I'm saying? Because you've been an insp- inspiration to me and a lot of other people as well, showing consistency and being persistent and being there for the for the people. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I really want to say is I appreciate you sacrificing your time and spreading the word that God has given you to give to other people so they can see the God inside of themselves. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I wanted to say is I just want to give you your roses and show you thank God for you. I thank Allah for you. May Allah give you the force and the presence to continue being a blessing to others. Man, all praise due to Allah. Thank you, brother. Uh, man, thank you. We'll be on here in the morning, family, live and in the mix. Text the word NATION to 833-276-7174. If you all on Facebook and YouTube would like to come on over, you can text the word NATION to 833-276-7174. Uh, uh, as I said, also, we are up to seven fifty per month paying for the text messages. If anybody would like to donate, help us cover some of the costs it takes to run the program and some of the stuff that I'm doing, uh, the text messages and all that type of stuff. Of course, it costs money. If you don't give, hey, man, y'all just changing y'all life is enough payment for me. But for those who do like to help out, you can uh, donate via cash app, dollar sign, brother Ben X, if anybody would like to support and help uh, keep this thing rocking and rolling. So thank y'all for listening. Y'all have a blacktastic day today. Assalamu alaikum.